Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the fall of 1987, four men find themselves reunited with childhood friends for the first time in ten years. They are drawn together by the mysterious death of a mentor they all cared for together as children. World of Darkness, The Ultimate Evil is a first edition Chronicles of Darkness game that takes place in Bismarck, North Dakota and is inspired by the satanic panic of the 1980s. Remembrance is the first story arc that follows Alex, played by Adam B., Wayne, played by Adam C., Che, played by Andrew, and Michael, played by Slavic, as they discover the mysteries that surround them in their hometown. If you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. We left off where in an intense scene that dealt with a sweat lodge in the group, uh, they were just getting pulled out of a sweat lodge, uh, not realizing that while they're in the middle of having a vision or something else. Basically, Raymond, who was Che's grandfather, and Brian Eagle, who was working with the group, was uh, like pulling them out. And uh, they saw Brian, like after they're out, just fall on his knees and start sobbing about how, uh, you know, screaming like, she's dead, she's dead, what the fuck, she's dead. And then you see Alex had this weird feeling going down his spine when when he looked at the sweat lodge, uh, the opening of the sweat sweat lodge that they had crawled through like it was ominous. Like they were, you guys are about like five feet away from the opening, just kind of like sitting in the shorts, drenched in sweat, physically exhausted, but it's dark out. Uh, there's the light of the, pa- the 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 back patio porch light of the house, you know, and then there's like a this really creepy, like almost like a, a a shallow light coming from the rocks and the fire that was like steaming the rocks from within the hut. And the night is really brisk, and the stars are like really, you know, what I mean, Al, like you got like one of you guys may look up and just see like thousands of stars like staring upon you at this moment scenes on you guys i'm gonna go first uh wayne how are you reacting at this moment as you're dragged out like just like kind of almost snapped out of this like sh- uh vision that you were having and you know you ha- you felt raymond's arms under your armpit like he was dragging you you're like on your butt and he was like dragging you out as you're laying down and you're snapped too and you're kind of sitting there with your legs out in front of you in the dirt uh so right now i would pretty much be in total disbelief I'm Wayne is just like, what the fuck just happened? And just totally uh, like wiped of any sort of uh, energy at all. And just like feeling totally physically weak and just uh, mentally confused. You actually feel like the breath of breathing in the night air is almost like you feel your lungs, you know what I mean, expanding with this oxygen and this air that you weren't able to 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 breathe to this extent, expand your lungs like this within the, the lodge. What about you, Che? Che, you're actually sitting there too. Brian and your grandfather had to pull you out, you know, obviously because you're kind of bigger than the other guys. Actually, it was like as soon as you were pulled out, like dragged out, Brian let you go and he fell to his knees and that's when he's like starts sobbing. He's like on his knees, like curled over, faces kind of in the dirt by you there while it's going on. Go ahead. How, how's Che reacting to all this? Um, che kind of stumbles out and uh, he would, well, as far as how he's feeling about all this, he's kind of got like almost like a semi feeling of guilt uh, 
because because of the whole like um, like he's seen this person before that that appeared. He he saw her, and and he's just like irrationally thinking. You know what what if I had said something? What it would anything be different? You know, but obviously you know that's not the case. But still, right. he's still probably feeling a little bit of guilt inside, and so he just kind of takes a step back, maybe leaning up against a tree or the house or something, and just trying to center himself, you know? Oh, so, like, he gets up and, okay, I got it. Like, kind of goes to the comfort of the house that you spent. Stay yeah. outside, like, leaning up against something yeah, yeah. and just kind of, like, not putting all my weight onto oh, yeah. onto my legs and just giving myself a chance to, like, get the blood flowing back in my body and recenter myself. Yeah, that's cool, definitely. As you see that, you see, uh, you're, you're, you see that your grandfather's kind of, like, still staying there looking over, you know what I mean, uh, the others. What about Alex? How, how's he, how are you relaxing all this? are reacting to all this. Alex immediately vomits and then passes out. You see that, Che, as, like, you're, like, go back towards, like, a tree that's by the house. Like, actually, like, a tree that probably used to, like, play around when you would play in the backyard when your when your grandparents first got custody of you. And you, you see Alex just, like, wretch and then just, like, falls to his side, like, on his knees, like, slumps over. And you see, like, your grandfather rush up to him and, like, lifts his head. You know what I mean? Turns him to his side to make sure... You know, that the vomit's coming, he isn't going to be, uh, you know, he's not going to choke on his vomit. And then he's, like, lifting up his eyelids and, like, basically, like, check, checking his eyes and then, you know, just checking a couple things. And you hear him, uh, he turns around and, and he's like, Rita, Rita, and he's yelling for your grandmother. That's your grandmother's name, you know, and she opens the door and he's like, he's like, quick, get some water, get some water out here and get some of that Gatorade, that, that those glass bottles of Gatorade I have over there, over in the in the pantry. And she, like, turns around and runs back in. You see, she like looks at you. She catches eye contact with you when she opens the door and she kind of motions you to follow her because you could probably carry this heavier type stuff as you go into the house. Michael, how do you react to, to what's going on here? Holy shit. Ugh. You know, and I, yeah, I, Michael sort <laughs> of be rubbing his eyes and like, oh man. Ugh. As you're rubbing your eyes, you just hear sobbing, and you look to your right, and you see that uh, Alex has passed out. But you see, like, you can tell by the way that that Raymond is moving while, while checking him that he's not Raymond is not worried as much. But you know what I mean? Like he's checking his vitals and everything like that. And you see Brian's just weeping on his knees next to you. Also, Shay, you go in there with your grandmother. She right away heads to the pantry. And I don't know if you guys know, but like Gatorade used to come in like these glass bottles that was almost like a little bit bigger than the YooHoo bottles and shit. And so she has like a case of that. She like kind of you know, like hands to you. Find like the weight. So you know what I mean. Your muscles are a little shaky, but you find the steel like determination in you to help out. And then she takes like these two gallon, two one gallon water. You know, look like the milk jugs, but a water. And she like motions to you, and she starts heading back out there. She, as you're following her, she goes next to Raymond. The light, you know, it's, it's this weird, you see these weird shadows of like the group there. They're almost like for a second, as you see these shadows, you feel like the hair like rise on the back of your neck a little bit and like goosebumps start coming over your skin because now the sweat, you know what I mean? And like the wind and everything and the movement is kind of chilling you a little bit because it is like fall, almost winter time here. And she sets the water down. She motions to you to set the Gatorade down there. And, and Raymond looks and he's like, thank you, dear. He's like, start the uh, the fire pit. Uh, get some blankets. Uh, this one's going to be okay. And he's like, we just, uh, we need to wait for him to wake up on his own and everything. And he, he looks at you guys. He's like, start drinking this stuff here slowly, though. Don't don't be chugging it down. And then he goes back to, to like caring for Alex. Alex, you kind of, as you're out 
is this pure like blissful darkness you know what i mean which is rare for you lately and then you start feeling like this this touch and it's almost like a comfort like your mother's touch when you remember from a childhood and then your eyes slowly start opening you see uh this man looking down on you you see too that his hair is like you know it's in a ponytail but somebody got loose but it's like plastered in the side of his skin from sweat he has a concerned look on his face but when you open your eyes you see him smile warmly and he's like sit up when you can on your own okay don't don't push it. I need you to sit up slowly when you're ready, all right? Alex will nod and sort of fall back as another wave of nausea hits him. Definitely. And you as you fall back and you look, you just see these stars like looking down upon you, like infinite. And you feel a very finite at this moment, you know, as you look up at them. Raymond's like, have some of this. Like I said, drink slowly. Collect yourselves. He's like, uh, and he goes up to Brian and he like helps Brian up. He's like, Rita will be bringing in, bringing uh, out some blankets and emotion stores, this fire pit where you see her. It's this uh, like made of brick, you know, and has kind of like this circular, like uh, grill pattern cast iron over it. But you see, she had taken that off. She has these logs and she's lighting the logs. You see, there's about like 10 or, or 12 chairs, a lot of chairs where people want to sit around there. And he's like, have a seat. You're, you're soon going to start feeling chilled. Uh, we'll have blankets out and everything. We got to talk about what just happened. And, and he just kind of goes towards Brian and he helps Brian up. He's like, come on, big buddy. Come on. Let's go for a walk here. And you can see he's kind of like trying to get his voice inside Brian's head and because Brian's just so overwrought with emotion at the moment. You know what I mean? Like to the point where he can't even like communicate, you know, clearly and everything. And you see your, your grandfather, Che, walking with Brian towards like the tree line. Like he wants Brian to have a little privacy, you know what I mean, at this moment as he leaves you four uh, there. So you, one guy standing, Chase dropping, Michael and Wayne are still sitting, and then Alex is laying on his back. Go ahead, scenes on you guys. I make sure that everybody gets one of the bottles of Gatorade and everyone's drinking something to kind of rehydrate. Thanks, Chase. Thank you. Alex will roll over and get onto his knees, and he'll right. uh, take a sip of the Gatorade when it makes its way to him and then he'll start coughing and then he'll take another sip, swish it in his mouth, spit it out. And then he'll sort of half stand, half kneel his way over to the fire pit and he'll flop down at the edge. Hey, you're going to be all right. Uh, I don't know. Kind of look back at the others kind of with a worried kind of look on my face. Just shrug. So Brian, eventually you see uh, that Raymond walks with Brian towards the fire pit and sits him down. And you see Rita go and bring him a blanket, kind of like drape it over his shoulders. And then you see Raymond walk towards you guys. And he's like motioning for you guys to kind of meet him halfway. And he's like motioning towards the seats. And you see that Che's grandmother is putting blankets down, you know, on there and everything like that. You see Raymond go steps inside and he and he walks back out. He has like a cup in his hand. It looks like you see a little steam coming from it. And he goes and he sits down. He motions for you guys to go and sit down in these chairs that are around there. Yeah, like, yeah, you guys see him, like, Michael trying to, like, steady Alex as Alex seems to be walking almost like a like a newborn a calf. You know what I mean? Like a newborn horse in a way. And he has this, like, look of uh, – would you say – what like, what's the look on Alex's face at the moment right now? Is it, like, terror or what? It's some halfway point between shock, terror, and the thousand-yard stare. So, the, yeah, he was definitely rocked by the whole situation. So, you, uh, as you guys have a seat, sit down, you notice that Brian isn't, like, as emotional, like, like outwardly emotional, but he seems very withdrawn at the moment. He's kind of just staring at the fire, and he has, like, this two-gallon 
jug of water, like sitting in his lap, and kind of see like he takes more of a sip and he like puts the top on. You hear like that familiar snap of like the blue round top of it, and he like sets it down in the dirt that 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 surrounds his fire pit, and he just kind of continues to look at the flame. And there's like this moment of silence for about like you know for a few minutes, and you see like uh, Raymond sets this cup of steam and stuff like he's almost waiting for it to cool off you know obviously because of what you guys just came from and you see me has the blanket around and he and he looks at you guys because he's kind of like sitting to the far right of you all like brian's at the far left of you guys and you guys are kind of like sitting in between and whatever way that you're sitting and he and he looks at you guys and he's like this is normally where we'd sit here and, and we would do some inner reflection and we'd talk about the experience that you guys had but I, I can't lie to you guys. That was that wasn't normal. What happened in there, guys? I've ne- I I I never see. I haven't. And you kind of see for a second. He's like like he looks not like fundamentally shaken, but he's like looking at a loss of words for a second as he's looking at the journey. He looks back up at you guys. And he's always like rotating his eye contact with you all. You know what I mean when he's talking to you. And he's like, you you guys were deep, and that 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 that's normal. And you guys were there, started being there a lot longer than we're normal. Eventually, where people kind of like start showing signs of wanting to leave on the third dousing. But you guys didn't show any signs of wanting to leave. And I found myself almost lost in the rhythm of what I was doing, which is not normal. Until I realized I kind of like almost snapped out of it. Mind you, I wasn't having any vision of any sort. And I looked up through the small airway and I saw that how dark it was outside. And I realized that we'd been in there a lot longer than we should have. And I, Brian, I looked over at Brian and he kind of, see, he looks at Brian quizzically for a second, but Brian's looking into the fire, not even returning his gaze was like sobbing. Like he was, he, and, and so I, I snapped Brian out of it and we realized, you know, we had to get you guys out. Cause you, you know, we go and we try to shake you guys awake and, and you guys wouldn't have come out of it. And then we realized that you guys were all like, holding each other's hand like tightly and we try to like drag you out and you even you guys even fought us for a little bit the most that you could and he's like you actually uh uh you know like almost like we were attacking you you wanted to get us off you it's like you didn't want to leave until we had to drag you out and and that's when you guys kind of start snapping out of it but gentlemen like this was this was not normal i don't know what did what we i I have never seen anything like this guys i'm not gonna lie and I'm, 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 I'm scared of what you're going about to tell me, but I'm curious. And I, and I, and I think we need to talk about that. What happened in there to you guys? What, what I, I don't understand it. Brian saw his sister. Oh yeah, he did. He told me that his sister spoke to him or she told him that he was dead and Brian in his own time will tell us what else, but that's all I could get out of Brian. All saw her, right? But you guys still don't know that. I mean, you kind of maybe do know in your instincts, you know what I mean, that you witnessed something together, but it hasn't been spoken out loud yet. And thus, in a way, hasn't even been made real. Yeah, that's that. I was operating under that assumption that we all kind of knew. Yeah, instinctually feel it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just hasn't been spoken out loud, you know? Okay. Raymond, obviously, and Brian don't don't know that, you know what I mean? So We all, we all saw her. Yeah. Like, looks yeah. at you. Yeah, I think so. I, we saw the same thing, right? That's that's what did. I thought. Wait, you got all had it. And he seemed like he like doesn't rest his back in the chair, you know, the plastic chair as much. You see him kind of arch his back and he like props his like his forearm on his knee and he like 
And he looks, he's like, you, you, you all are telling me that you saw the same thing? All of you? Yeah. I kind of think so. I look down at my feet for a second and then I say this, but that's not the first time I've seen her. And then I look back up at him and then kind of over at Brian, see if he notices what he says or does. Brian's still looking in the fire at the moment. You know what I mean? Like he's not even still like, you know what I mean? Paying attention to what you guys are saying. Like he's lost in his own thoughts at the moment. Wait. So what did you guys see each individually? Like, like what, what, tell me about, Man, and he, he rubs his, his, his eyebrow for a second. What did you see? Any motions towards you, uh, Michael? Like, what, 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 how did your vision start? That's personal. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. I can respect that. I can understand that. But where do you, what, what, so you, when you guys started having. I involved my fat father. Oh. That's all I'm doing. I understand that, and I can respect that. Any motions towards uh, you, Che? What, what did you see during this? I, uh, I also saw my father. And he's just like, you see like a look of like, you know what I mean? Confusion on uh, Raymond's face, you know? He looks at you, Alex. What did you see? How did your vision start? Alex will kind of look up a little bit, sigh. I, I, <clears throat> I saw a lot. And then he'll sort of crawl into himself. You see Raymond's kind of taken aback by that. And he, and he looks at you, Wayne. What did you see, Wayne, when it first started? I saw my dad, but this time it was different than any other time I had seen my dad. The way that he talked to me was, was completely different. So what happened when, after you guys each individually started having when, – when was the moment where you feel you guys start sharing the vision? I think when, when we saw Brian's sister – when you saw Christina and you saw her, did she speak to you guys or did you speak to her? What, what did you just see her or she spoke to us and what'd she tell you? She, I kind of look at Brian. I'm not, I'm not saying anything I feel like yeah. you know, being his sister, this is his place. So I just kind of look at him. Yeah. Brian's like straight up looking at you guys now, like not like in- intensely, but you know what I mean? He definitely like his head's facing towards you guys. Like he's waiting to hear what she told you guys. She she warned us. She told us what we needed to do. And what's that? What did she tell you needed to be done? Um, you got to kind of just look to uh, to Michael and Che and Alex. It just see it sounds crazy to myself even, so I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And say it. Well, he's too. He's looking at what what at the other three to see if like this is actually what's the word coherent. You know what I mean? Like if it really, you all did really see the same thing, you know, what did she tell you guys to do? And he's looking at the other three of you still feeling like wrecked with guilt. I'm just kind of like silent, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't feel right talking about it because of, like I said, the previous, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I totally a hundred percent get that. Yeah. He gets up, Ray gets up and he walks behind you guys and he walks to Alex and you see him like rubbing Alex's shoulders for a second. You know what I mean? Realizing that Alex is being withdrawn. He's like, what did she say to you, young man? Alex will... Alex's eyes are very glassy. He'll look up, blink. It's all my nightmares. It's... It's... It's everything. It's... It's my nightmares. All of them. They just... They won't stop. And what, what's in those nightmares? What are they telling you? Or... <laughs> horrible. I can't. And he'll just start crying. 
you see Raymond will like wrap wrap his arms around him and he looks toward he looks at each of you three, you know what I mean? Like like almost like a like a help your friend kind of look and he's like we're here for you. You're 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 safe with us, Alex. I I need you a drink. Got... I need a drink. I need a drink or I am I th- going I think we... to fucking kill myself. I need a drink. Yeah, we'll get you a drink, young man. We'll get you a drink. Don't worry. And he's like, Rita, get Jack Daniels, get that bottle out. Bring it out here. And he's like, this isn't really, con- this isn't the best step, I would say, of rehydration here. But I, I think we can make an exception, young man. He kind of like, he's looking down and he's smiling warmly, trying to get you to smile, to back at him, you know. And he just kind of like kisses the top of your head and he goes back and sits down. Rita comes and brings the bottle, totally respecting your guys' moment here, not wanting to interject herself and she walks back. You look back at your grandma, then you see her walk back inside. Of course, you see the curtain in the kitchen slide over a little bit. Like she's kind of obviously concerned, but she's not going to interject. And he he he, pull, he takes the cup that he has with the steaming stuff, and he looks at it for a second. Then he's like, and he fucking tosses it. You know what I mean on the ground? And he like takes Jack and he pours like a a little bit in there, and he hands it to. You. He's like. This is all you're going to have for a while here, okay? I'm just going to give this a little bit to you here, okay? You got to understand, I can't, like, be handing you the bottle, okay? Yeah, Alex will look very perturbed, but he will <laughs> down the cup that he hands him. Yeah. You feel the warmth, like, kind of slam down, and it almost, like, recenters you in a way. You know, that that little, like, <sighs> breathing the fumes of the jack, you know what I mean? And kind of, like, brings to life again, breathing, and, and you kind of feel yourself parses the fog a little bit you know that you currently feel and he sits down he's like what are you able to talk now are you what what did she tell you alex what did she tell you guys alex will just shake his head and wave his hand no this is this is too much he kind of looks at you michael can you say what she told well she told us that we should finish this should find out we should follow this to the end basically and you see, you see, as you say that, you you see Brian like sit up, and he's like, "She she she told you guys, she told me that you're supposed." And he like looks at the ground. He's like, "You're supposed to like purge where, where this evil is done." What the fuck was she talking about? And he like looks at you guys. We're supposed <laughs> to finish what we started, or what was started. It's not it though. We saw her death. And you see Brian. How, how did we she die? We well. Yeah, he stabbed her just in the back. Who who stabbed her? You hear Brian saying that like a little bit more tense now as he's like sitting up there. Was it was her boyfriend? Did he fucking, fucking stab her? Millionaire. No, no, not not him. Yeah, it was it was it was Calvin. He stabbed her. And he ruined my fucking life. And you see what like Raymond's kind of look like what the fuck you know what I mean? His eyes are open. Like in like, your vision you saw it happen? It was like a memory that every was being brought back. Needle, every needle, every goddamn bender, everything was this fucker's fault. Alex is visibly pissed. Do you guys remember this cow? You said there's a memory. Do you know anything? Yeah, it was like, it was like, it's like we were remembering something that we saw, and or at least that's what it felt like to me. Like I, I was remembering something. I was reliving the memory all over again. Was that the same experience that you all had during all this? Like, this was you reliving a memory? Because Brian was telling me, and you guys mentioned that you've been remembering things lately. Do you feel that this is, like, it's starting to come together in your brain? It's starting to come together again to you? 
Like, did you see every? Are you remembering everything now, or is there still some some that's left unanswered? I I don't know. I, it's it's all jumbled together with with everything that happened before and after. And it's just, what do you know about this Calvin person? Let's start there. The one that you guys saw that you think is a memory that you saw murder Christine. What 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 what, what do you know about this guy? Well, I didn't know who he was back then. But in looking into what happened to our friend, Amanda, you know, I, I, I came into to knowing about this guy. And now, well, he was, uh, he's just a local, local millionaire. You know, he's, uh, he was, uh, he was, he was Charlie's was, brother. Is he alive still? I, no, I don't, I, he's dead. Did you get... And he's like, he's, he's looking like frustrated for a second. He's like, is it, did he have any like history of doing this stuff? I mean, the Welkster name, I mean, it sounds vaguely familiar. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I mean, fuck they're big in real this. estate. They're, they're the, um, and he, he's snapping his fingers for a second. They fucking, um, the mall, Kirkwood mall. They're the ones who fucking made a shit ton of money selling that or a rancher family got switched over into real estate or some shit. Right. Yeah. Owned that's them. So you guys were looking, and then this guy before we we even did this Fletch Lodge, you're saying you you had some reason to look yeah. into him. Yeah, Charlie Dunn and Charlie actually killed himself in almost in front of us. And Charlie, and he looks at Brian, was your sister's boyfriend that you thought had something to do with her missing, right? And you see Brian like shaking his head a little bit as he takes a drink of water. You Charlie's know, seeing it. Yeah, yeah, Char- yeah, Charlie's Calvin's brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm he's like to them. Oh, yeah, to yeah. Him, so oh, he yeah. would know. Like Charlie's his brother. Yeah, we're already established. Huh? So why did why why? So Calvin killed her, and Raymond's like shaking his head, like he can't he can't believe. Like you can tell, like Raymond's inquisitive and wants to get to the bottom of this, but he's like goes from being like, oh wow, to like I can't believe I'm fucking talking about someone. You know what I mean? Like it's like a back and forth with them, and he's like. And then when you, you're saying that this Charlie guy, Christina's old boyfriend, killed himself, and you guys were there for that. Sort of. We were interviewing him, and then he went to the bathroom, and, you know. Do you think he killed himself, like, over what? Why do you think he killed himself? I think he felt guilty. Did he say anything about his brother to you? Uh, yeah... He he basically told Charlie that he was weak and uh, sort of he had this evil book or something that he, he always had. So he was just very, weird. Yeah. <laughs> you see, like, Raven, look at you and smile. Did he say, like, he saw any other signs of his brother being a disturbed person other than a book or anything? His brother was into into some kind of dark magic or something like that. And I'm just going to kind of like look around, like, am I still dreaming right now? Um, Charlie had told us that, so Charlie told us one time he followed his brother into the woods uh, on horseback or something like that and found a damn body. Into the prairie. He saw him in the prairie yeah, out of character. Prairie. It was like, yeah, the fields, yeah. Um, he said, Carrying a dead body in the in a field, he like raises an eyebrow. Like, what would he be doing with a dead body in a field? You know, I can't, I can't even begin to speculate on the weird shit those two are into. But 
And as you guys are talking, all of a sudden you just hear like a com- like a commotion. You see Brian like get up and he just picks up this plastic chair and he just fucking hucks it like you know what I mean away from the fire like in a fit of anger. And he's like motherfucker! And he's like like screaming at the fucking chair and he turns around and he looks and he's like he's looking you fucking four p. Oh, and he like sits there and you see him. He's like grabbing the side of his head, like he's like out of anger, not out like oh pain, but you know what I mean, like out of fuck, out of frustration, you know. And he's like, "That's what the fuck she told me. That's what the fuck she meant." He's like, "That motherfucker." And he's like, he's sitting there. He's like pissed off, and he's like, "She, she, he, he was doing some fucking shit out there, out in that fucking place, and you fuckers are supposed to find it. And if you don't fucking find it here." You're going to fucking, she's going to be constantly going through whatever the fuck she's going through now. He's like, and he's like looking at you guys. And you can see almost like he wants to direct his anger at you guys at the moment. You know what I'm saying? You guys are like, it's almost like the drunk guy who just loses it for a second, you know? And you guys are like looking up like, what the fuck? And he's like, he's like, you guys are supposed to find whatever the fuck is going on so my sister could be at rest. And she tells me I can't fucking help. And you see him start bawling, you know what I mean? He's like, what the fuck makes you four so fucking special? And he like just he's standing like he really wants an answer. Like he expects you guys, you know what I mean? To like answer why you yeah, guys this are is, special. This is ridiculous, completely ridiculous on his behalf. Like we Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What yeah, are we I, supposed to do? You know? I I, I yeah, and you're a hundred percent correct in like, feeling I've got that way. Look at yeah, yeah, confusion yeah. on my face. Yeah. Like what is this is completely unjustified anger. And I'm completely confused yeah. how we have anything to do with this. Like, I don't even know what like, we're supposed to do. You see, like, Raymond, he's, like, stands up for a second. He kind of has his hands out in a calling message. He's like, Ryan, no one here is doing anything to you. You need to pick your seat back up. And you need to sit down. And you need to convey your thoughts. You need to articulate what you're feeling. We've gone over this before. I can understand your frustration and your anger. We're all obviously very disturbed by what just happened. And we're trying to figure this out together so please grab your chair brian we want to hear your input and it is important but please just just sit down relax and tell us what you're feeling and what is going on i'm just gonna tell him no, sorry he's... because uh <laughs> even if i don't know like if i'm you know responsible or supposed to be responsible or not just being like yelled at like that by a by a big dude is just gonna make me feel responsible either way so i'm just gonna tell him yeah, sorry. Yeah. i'm sorry yeah, brian. I mean, you see him look at you for a second, you know what I mean? And you just see, like, this his face just changes to, like, almost like a face of guilt. You know what I mean? Like, he's ashamed. You see him go pick up his chair slowly, and he, like, takes his chair, and he sits it down. You see him take the blanket, and he, like, wraps himself around the blanket. And he's sitting there, and he's looking at you guys. He's like, I saw my sister in there, and she was speaking to me. But you guys are speaking to her at the same time. It was so weird, man. It's like, it was almost like I, I was seeing her talk to me and I swear I saw her you guys talking to her behind her I don't know how else to explain it but my sister told me that like that I she said that she's like in torment and that there's a man or, or, or who, who, who did something wrong to her and but this man did wrong to uh, other people and he's a very and I told her I said let me I want to like tell me who the fuck this guy is and you see him for a second get like a little worked up again and you see like Raymond kind of like using his hand, you know what I mean? Like mellow out to him a little bit. And and he's like, and I told her, I said, why can't I do this? That I've been looking for, like I've been spending this long looking for, why, why can't she tell me what needs to be done? And she says, not for me to do it. She said that, that you four need to find where this man did his, 
evilness at, and you need to purge it. And she told me that you guys would know where to start looking, and you would, and that you guys are meant to be together, and that you guys will find this on your own. And hearing what you just said, it was like she communicated with me in, in images, and I saw like like wind blowing through tall grass, and and I saw like the sun, and I just saw like endless prairie, and 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 hearing what you just said, man, it, I think that's what it is, man. As he says that, you remember the aerial map that you saw in Charlie's office. You remember of the Welkstetter Ranch, and it had like red grease pencil. You know what I mean? Like he was like maybe trying to like remember or find something. You know what I mean? Or recollect? Because you remember he said he saw his brother with the body. Then he went and tried to find. You know what I mean? And he could he could never find. You know what I'm saying? He, after a while, he thought it was just his imagination. So that's. You know what I mean? You're starting to, starting to click in your head that maybe that's what – go ahead, scenes on you guys. You guys can interject while he's talking to you. I apologize. Um, out of character, do, are we currently in possession of the map or is the map still no, no, at no. Charlie's house? It's still at Charlie's house. But honestly, when you looked at the map, it wasn't like there's a clear cut here or here. It was just like yeah. you could tell he was just trying to remember and he couldn't. You know what I mean? And like, But he definitely felt that there was something in that area. You know what I'm saying? Like in the, the acreage that's that surrounds there. So. And you know, by the way, that's like a 30-acre ranch that you, when you're doing your research into Welkstetter, you know, that they own there. So, and you see Brian, so he's sitting there looking at you guys, looking at you guys, like hoping that, like the way he's saying makes sense, you know what I mean? Like pleading. Is any of this, like, making any kind of sense to you guys? Um, I'm still, like, uh, trying to digest the end there with uh, the weird... Like I'm, I'm still kind of reeling from all of this, and so oh, like, yeah. they're they're like, tell us this, tell us this, tell us this, and so and I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know if I you're want to tell you it yet. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I understand. So he's like, but it does make sense. Raymond, yeah, Raymond's shaking his head. And he's like, so it seems, and I have no reason not to believe this. It seems that you all had a shared vision of Christina, that you witnessed her death, maybe that you witnessed as children, and that you all seem to agree on some form or another that she wants you to continue what you're doing. This isn't the first time that I've read or, I mean, this is the first time I've heard in person of something like this, but in many cultures, there, there are stories of, of people consciously or subconsciously or being told they believe by some, some outer force of some type to guide them along a path. And, and gentlemen, I'm going to be fucking frank with you. Like, I do not think this is any kind of inner monologue that you guys are having with yourselves that just happens to all be the same. I can't believe I'm saying these words, but to me, it sounds like that you guys need to fucking find what the fuck happened to her and what she wants you to look into. Something to deal with this ranch or, or, or whatever this, this, this Calvin Walkstetter guy was doing at that ranch. And he just kind of looks at you guys like, that's what that's his interpretation, you know what I mean? Of this shit. He's like, do you know anything about this ranch? And he's kind of like looking at you, Wayne, a little bit because you know what I mean? You had spoken more than all these other guys about this Welksetter guy. I had seen a map, an aerial view of the property. I saw it at Charlie's house. I said, yeah, I remember you looking at something like that. Do you know how big this ranch is or how uh, the area that surrounds it, like how much acreage they had? Do it was a lot, know? right? Yeah, it was like 30,000, uh, 30K, 30,000 acres. So, I mean, I had, I had done a little bit of research on them, so I might know, like, the... Uh, I would yeah, you know that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
he's like, what's the math? He's doing it in his head. You see him sitting there thinking, he's like, that's about 50 miles, I would say, a little less. Gentlemen, I, you guys are, are meant to be together. I'm, that, that's what I think. I think this is all part of some spiritual journey that you guys are having together. And I think it's not done yet. And to be honest, I think if you guys went out there together into that wilderness and you guys ingested what just happened to you now and found out more about the bond that you guys have together, it seems like that's what Christina wants you to do. And she wants you to find something out there and, and, and do something to it. I can't give you the answers. And it doesn't seem like you know the answers. But if anything, from what experience tells me, I think you will find the answers that you need to know out there. If you guys choose to go that way and want to do it, my, my suggestion would be to do it like as soon as you guys can. If we have that uh, map, I can find it. And it and, uh, sounds like uh, that you'll need supplies. I can get you the supplies. And I know a man who can lease you some horses. I'll, I'll cover it. Um, as to a map of the area, I, I have some, I have some, uh, I don't have a, map specifically of that ranch but i ha i do have a map you know what i mean that the area is covered in that I can give you guys here's the thing gentlemen um i think you guys should rest go to sleep here and i think that tomorrow your journey continues i don't think what you experienced in there is over yet to be honest with you i didn't mean a map i meant that map that we saw it's probably going to help us a lot more than just a general map it if he's already looked, we can at least eliminate some places. Oh, yeah. I get out of character. I get what you're saying. My thing is, like, what I was telling Adam, Adam got the impression when he looked at it that he, that, because what's his name? Charlie hadn't been in Bismarck or that area for like over, since, you know what I mean? For 20 years. He's lived in New Rockford that long. You know what I mean? So basically, what I was trying to, the, the thought I was trying to convey was like this map. He had the map at his desk, and he was just sitting there at his desk trying to, like, in his head, you know what I mean, 20 years later, because he obviously was racked with guilt, you know what I mean? And he was, like, doubting himself if he believed it. So out of character, what I'm saying is I don't think the, the grease pencil circles on that map would help you, you know what I mean, at all, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, like, Charlie's notes, right? That's not, like... Yeah, yeah, that's like, and he's just going off of 20 years' memories, you know what I mean? Like, trying to say, think about 20 years when you're looking for your keys in a house that you used to live in, how hard it'd be to remember to retrace your steps, you know what I mean? Let I alone... Mean, we're doing the same thing, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 but here's the thing, too, and, and that's good that you mentioned that, because here's the thing, too, the thi what, what um, Raymond is trying to convey to you, even though it sounds extraordinary, is the fact that he feels that by simply going there that the spiritual journey that you started if not even before the lodge will continue there does that make sense you know what i mean like fate is gonna guide you to where you know what i mean where you need to go like this is oh so he's trying to say so when he was saying that you know it's not your journey's not done he means like going out and we'll find our way kind of thing yeah exactly that's what he okay. meant by that i was you know what i mean I like Okay. Oh no worries, no worries, and that's what he's trying to say to you guys because he doesn't have, he doesn't have the answers right now. You know what I mean? But he thinks the answers will be available to you, and that that you're being guided to go there to find, you know. Uh, and and so we'll, 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 I'll jump back in character. He's like being out there on your on your own, searching, following your instincts. It's gonna take what you what what you took here, what we're trying to interpret now, which frankly, as I think you all can agree. It's kind of rough to do after an experience like that and really contemplate on that together 
alone, secluded, but yet with a goal in mind that you have to hand over yourselves right now into the tides of whatever fate, wherever fate leads you. I know it is hard in this modern day, even in my life, to, 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 to fully give our control away like that. But that's what happened in there. And look what you found. And now you're being guided to this ranch, to this area, where I'm sure the same might happen. What do you have to lose by doing this, you know? And he looks at you like, he looks at you for, like, just cut, you know, letting you guys think on that for a second. When he says, what do you have to lose? Like, I just have that, that image at the very end there. The guy just flashed back in my mind. Little tinge of fear. Yeah, definitely. But, um, you know? but I still feel resolved despite that. So um, there'll be like a brief moment where if anyone's like paying attention, I'll have like that look of like, oh shit. And then then the resolution, you know, like I'm doing this. Nice. And he kind of looks at you. He, he looks at Cheney, like nods his head and prove when he looks at you, Wayne. Um, so the way that I feel upon hearing that is like, I, I feel like my path has been kind of, altered somewhere in life and this is like the only you know possible way for me to set things straight and then I look at Alex and I think about how you know how his life has been like altered in a crazy way because of you know the sorts of things that had happened so many years earlier and you know he has like even more of a you know tartar so I, I'm ready to like surrender everything to this idea, you know, and just Not, see where it takes me. You see Wayne looking at you, Alex, uh, like kind of like try, having a moment with you as he's like looking. Uh, tr- uh, you got you guys have an eye contact for a second. Alex will take a deep breath. Let's do it. And you see Michael, you're sitting there, and you see these three are are slowly like accepting, and you see Raymond looking at you. And he kind of like raises an eyebrow. So during this whole campfire thing, uh, Michael was probably playing with a magazine from his gun. After it's all finished, you know, it's just, well, I guess it's time to end this, you know, puts the magazine back into the gun. (laughs) And he's surrounded by the chamber. (laughs) And he looks up and he gets up and he's like, all right. He's like, uh, Rita's going to point you guys to the shower give you your clothes back. Uh, you guys get some sleep. He's like, I got some phone calls to make uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll drop you off over there at the ranch and I'll see if we can have a gentleman meet up with some horses. He's like, I got supplies uh, that you guys can pack. I have, I have some sleeping bags. Uh, it sounds like you may spend uh, more than a few nights there. Uh, I've got some stuff back at my place too. Yeah. If you guys need anything, get that. Uh, if you want to stay here, you can stay here the night. If you want to go back to your, your respective places, uh, go ahead. But uh, uh, I'd feel more comfortable if you guys stayed here the night because you guys have been through a physical toll. I wouldn't want you to make that drive back to Bismarck and uh, you know get into any kind of wreck or anything like that. So, Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general? that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? 
Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. <laughs>